Welcome to the Pleasure Temple, everybody. We have a guest host with us today, and I'm so excited for this conversation because we, we've just been, I've actually just been sitting here listening, um, which, you know, it might be a cold day in hell right now. So <laughs> y'all know I like to talk. Anyway, um, welcome, Lamont. Thank you for joining us here at the Pleasure Temple today. Thank you for having me. Woo. So we have been talking over the weeks, um, you know, about various topics and stuff. And mainly here, we like to talk about pleasure and how we practice pleasure. But we also um, kind of dive into things that are in the way of our pleasure or that prevents us from, you know, stepping deeply into pleasure without guilt and then in and you're a parent so I'm very interested in hearing a, a perspective from another parent on how you know today's modern life right now is 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 hitting you <laughs> um that shit yeah, is no, laughing no. yeah absolutely. <laughs> no, it's, it's interesting because uh you, you said something you said something that they kind of they kind of ring a bell there um Nowadays, I feel like we're living in this day and age where anything can affect your uh, your, your your pleasure. You know, you are you are you invoking pleasure and or receiving? And so it's interesting enough. You know, I, I take this notion from my grandparents, granddad and grandmother, when they said um, romance without finance is a nuisance. Do, do, do y'all still carry that carry that notion? With you? Like, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> they're from the south, aren't they? <laughs> they, they definitely they, Midwest, but yeah, it's like yeah, romance without finance is a nuisance. Okay, I get <sighs> it. So, so me as a millennial <laughs> in this millennial stage of my, I'm thinking like everything is usually about the money, right? So, for, so for me, um, when the money is funny, or you know, I'm not right, then then it affects it, it affects sex. Um, if 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 I feel like I'm giving you know, my girl or my partner, her, you know, a, a very small percentage of, of responsibility and it's not met, then it affects sex. Because because in, in my mind, I'm always, I'm, I, you know, I'm always thinking like, who is trying to get over on me, right? And, uh, <laughs> nice. and, and I think that that effect, you know, that's, that comes with even having like a dominant approach in sex or whatever. It's like, you know, and, and definitely how you started off uh, having sex. And so it's like if you if you if you always kind of started off and was more of the person who was pleased and you kind of you kind of had it your way. It just kind of trickled trickled down to everything where I'm at today, where I feel like if if, if there's a manipulative tactic going on, uh, if, the, if the money isn't right or you feel like you're not contributing something then I'm like, I don't even want, like anything can stop me from being sexually attracted in that moment. And also, we um, sex is huge here. We all we, it's very very huge. <laughs> um, but we also look at the pleasure, like of like just enjoying your everyday life. And that, but that is such a component. When my money is funny, if I can't do what I want to do, that disrupts my pleasure sensors going off. Um, but you may. I, I love that statement. I love that quote because I grew up with that quote and I'm from South Georgia. Your romance without finance is a nuisance. It's interesting how it can be such a element in relationships 
interpersonal relationships, romantic relationships, and how it does impact. And it comes it's a from big the, element. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. When your money funny. Um, yeah, well, you gotta think about it. I think the main reason why people either dismantle isn't, I mean, we can all we can all, I mean, you got people who are together just, just for convenience nowadays. It's like, look, some days I don't like you, some days I do, but I know I can go, you know, I can go, you know have sex with you know several other people and it did to be like some momentary thing but but you you at least give me uh you know so, some good shoulder rubs or you lose you at least give me some an attractive silhouette so we we take whatever we can from the person we're with and like you know what well, at least you it, it's always at least you give me a little bit more than the person that i'm going to you know have sex with on a random but yeah uh t i think that I think that we're, you know, at least, and, and I know we're, we're at a stage now where if, if things aren't right financially, it's like, you don't even really want that person. Now, if it's just somebody that you are, you know, that you, that you, that you got your moments with, you know, you leave a crib, you go do your thing. Um, that's one thing, but someone that you are building with, uh, building with, it gets very, uh, even for men, it gets very, very sticky, depending on the type of man you are, unless you're looking to totally, you know, uh, take care and be the full provider and then, and then, you know, that whole thing. On the idea of being a full provider, the type of man, I think modern life, right? We're in this modern life. Um, different strokes for different folks, but your ideal of yourself in your relationship, how do you show up as a man with those ideals about yourself and what you believe a man should be, should they be for the provider, providing provisions? And if so, what are you looking for in your partner? I guess that mm -hmm. is give and take. And now we're more so in modern times where I won't necessarily say, let me speak for myself. What I saw growing up in uh, relationships and my parents are next month will be celebrating 51 years together. Um, that's not for me, right? Like you, we take <laughs> all the elements of things like that's not for me. That, that lifestyle is not for me at all. Um, but not saying it was all bad. I just know I've taken bits and pieces. I've actually had curtain, a window views to their marriage, my friend's marriage. So I understand how I show up. I guess my question is more so with the ideas that you've embedded, taken in over the years, how do you perceive you show up or what you want from your partner based on how you show up in a relationship? Does nice. It nice. Interesting. Yeah. No, uh, first off, I commend your parents for being together that long, one. Um, because they when, but go ahead. Well, we don't know. Like remember, we stay together sometimes. <laughs> oh, we oh we know. No, no, <laughs> we know. I'm 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 gonna go ahead and jump in right up in here because we do okay, be cool. know. We be know. Okay. Well, Let me tell well, you. Because first front row seats, that's the first thing. Also, I know the damage that they have inflicted upon me being separate people. Mm -hmm. my parents were divorced when I was five mm -hmm. and looking at them right now looking back at that time oh no 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 they absolutely should have been divorced <laughs> like they ooh. it's a, it's more about the impact you have on the people that you make 
than it is about getting the applause for being married for 50 years. It's a horrible experience <laughs> to, to have to deal with, with the parents in when you're the child and when you become the adult child, your perception changes a lot. And you really like, and a lot of things really didn't happen the way you thought they happened. Because when you're a child, you don't have the context. Now that I have the context, oh, definitely. So. No, no, absolutely. You're right. And I think uh, when you, when you know, you know, I, but I, I guess, you know, cause, cause some of us question, are we ever, are we really meant to be with someone forever anyway? Right. So, so right now for me, I don't, I don't mind the whole, I, I'm a traditional person, meaning like, yeah, if I'm paying most of the bills, I expect to create, I, I expect you to, you know, you know, kind of cook and clean. But then I also cook and clean because I was raised where my parents had got divorced in, at, a, at an early age and early teens, where my mom was like, no, bro, you have to learn how to cook. You need to be able to cook a whole Thanksgiving meal by yourself. Uh, you know, you, you didn't know the, 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 the celery salt and cumin and all that goes in into some dressing and and not just, you know, you getting somebody about like making from scratch. Like, so I, I know how to do everything. My, You're not helpless. I'm not helpless. And I know how to do everything myself. And that makes it hard for a woman to come into the picture because when she comes to me, everything is set already. I'm set. Like, you know, not to, not, not on no bragging, but I think that how my parents set me up, I'm, I'm set already. You coming in with a guy who can cook, a guy who can, who, who, who clean, who, who needs a nice house so he cleans. You know, I'm, I'm financially sound. And I need someone who meets that, right? And so if you can't give me the, if you can't meet that bare minimum, then that's when the romance without finance comes in. It's like, yeah, you got a nice body and, you know, sex is good, but shit, you ain't turning me on here. Which I get that. I definitely get that. Um, because that is important. You know, I can just speak for myself. I am um, happily single. I don't look for, I'm not looking <laughs> merge i'm not looking to merge at all and when i date i make that very clear um i date for joy i date to have fun i date for excitement i'm not looking to partnership at all you know um and i can partner but under the criteria of you have no intentions of changing your address and I have no intentions of changing my address. D, yeah. I heard a side, I heard a side from D there. Is there, yeah. was there an opposition to, <laughs> yeah. to her intention in, 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 in kind of like freely dating? Oh, every time she said it, it's like medicine to my soul, let me tell you. <laughs> Get your adventures, all of them. Because, <laughs> you know, I mean, Listen here, it's it's that is the pleasure. But I don't know. We see. I, see, I think it's different for y'all as women. Like, I think that you got you women can can actually do like if we when men freely, if we freely were and we all what we are, we men. So you know we kind of do our thing. I'm sure. But when we freely go out on this date like that, kids pop up. Uh, you know the the and then I'm flipping because I'm seeing men kind of get. 
totally strung out on women where they're killing them and shooting them and stuff like that. But but usually it's like the woman, she she's 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 messing with your car, she's she's going crazy because the sex is good and and maybe she can't get it on Tuesday to 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 the to the or, or the month after because you're in and out of town and the only time you can hit it is on you know the, the Tuesday of, of 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 April instead of you know instead of a week from now. Like what what I'm saying is like I feel like women secretly have the advantage of doing that and because men listen when if 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 y'all freely dating us, let's say we even have someone on the side, men don't disrupt women's situation let's say you there's a there i'm gonna disagree but go ahead no 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 no. i'm I'm, 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 men do not disrupt men let's let's say let's say a man has a relationship auntie's gonna stop you right now and he has a side (laughs) he has a side (laughs) fling going on if he has a side fling going on he's gonna enjoy that fling to the best of his ability he's gonna do whatever he can do because what because most men most most men, and I'm just not saying all men, but most men like to do things with a what we call quote unquote a side chick, bust down, whatever you want to call them. You want to do you do things with that chick that you usually don't do as much with your with your with your girl, with your primary chick. And what I mean by that is like the most explicit, nastiest of stuff. Because typically, most men, I, I, I know, like myself, I like to look at my woman as pure. You know, oh. there's certain things. Oh, that, it's the purity culture. Here we go. I know, right? I'm sorry. But <laughs> oh. certain things, there's certain things I don't want to do to my girl because it's like, well, I want to kiss you after that. So I don't know if I want to kiss, you know, but what I was going to say is like, y'all can have a, we're not going to do, we can, y'all can have a whole situation. We're not, but men, we're not about to go in there and disrupt that situation. Women, y'all, if, if if a woman comes into a man, if a man has a situation, a woman comes in, she's going to be calling the text and your, your, your dude was here. He was at my crib last night. When when the when the when the when the when the D gets real good, and those emotions kick in, sometimes women can't hold it in. <laughs> okay. And it and it be oh. like, and it well, be like, oh, I'm so, so they, they blow up your whole spot. So glad you're here, <laughs> because I I want to encourage you to open your mind. Are you okay with your woman doing some super nasty shit with another man? Absolutely. Um, my woman, while we're dating, doing something with another man? Well, you proposed the scenario of a man having a side chick that he would go do super nasty shit with if and doesn't want to do did, it with his woman. If my woman did anything with another man, we're done. Oh, okay. See, Absolutely. well, here's herein lies the problem. <laughs> because that's a disruption, friend. that's 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 a disruption and loads of men like to do that and here's the deal purity culture doesn't exist and so (laughs) and so this is why the pleasure temple exists is for us to broaden these horizons a little bit you know what i mean because women women have equal access to that kind of pleasure and to withhold that kind of pleasure because of an ideal of an ideal that you're upholding that she should be she have she has a list of things that she should be in order to please you because it's not for her that's for you that's true no, and, I'm and then you. you worry about that 20 percent getting done this is a disruption. 
I'm but this is the thing. This is the thing. Just go put it out there for you. I agree with you, D. I think that you're absolutely right. Did you hear what I said? I said I want to think of. Yeah. I, I I by no uh, by no stretch of my imagination believe that the purity culture exists. I said I. So what I realize, I realize in relationships, as long as you mentally get your mind to where you needed to be, that's why I don't ask my my girl about her previous sex partners, or I don't look up I don't look up boyfriends what they got. Women do it are like, oh, he he's a date, huh? She that, oh, she she can't dress. Oh, her hair was. A... I don't do that because I know that I can't take that. Right? I can't take a you know I can't take a six four you know dude coming in muscular built up and talking about he's my girl's best friend. No, nigga, we that ain't that ain't gonna work. I, <laughs> innately, I'm, and this I'm, is, I'm like, and this like, is no, the ass. Yeah, it's, I'm like, no, y'all y'all doing y'all thing. It's the be specifically for me. Yeah. And I, what is this also revealing, I think, um, where I think the breakdown, particular between men and women's relationships, is these ideals that we do come into play. We have, they run in the back of our head, like it's this background script that runs in the back of our head, even though very clear, I would like to think of, because that's running in the back of your head, that script. That is, you know, and it does impact our interaction, even though you're educated, you consider yourself very modern and you want to think, okay, but intellectually, yes, but the script that runs in the background tends to push against that intellectual thought process that we think we have moving forward and how we perceive and interact in our relationships. And I really do think this, this really centers a lot around a lot of breakdown between men and women because you would like to think of her as, I can't, I can't do nasty shit with her, right? As a woman, I'm 46. The majority of the women in my friend groups, and we've been down like floor flat tires for 20 plus years, maybe close to 30, I think my oldest friendship is. Um, the conversations I'm having with these married women, they want to be busted. They want no, I'm the nasty sure. <laughs> They want the nasty shit. You know what I'm saying? And, and um, they no, also but- want some different deeds. And and not and, and I'm gonna be honest, they have great relationships. Oh, they will tell you straight up. Oh, I, my husband, he's it for me. Like this, a he's my dude. We have a great sex life. We have wonderful children. We have built, and I've been right there along with them, so I can attest to this. You know, from the wedding through the kids to the new houses the family vacation. Hey, we're here. They do have a really great marriage because they do work at it. But now after being married for 15, 20 years, and they're like, I want some different dick. I want, I, I want, I don't want to leave my husband. I ain't leaving my husband. But look what all comes in that, Teresa. These men are, these men are financially slaving on their backs, making sure their families, the kids, the, the boys got they got got you know three hundred dollar basketball uniforms and the, the girls is playing a little soccer and, and and the wife is taking care of them Chanel bags and, and stuff like that and and, and vacations and trips and four hundred one k these men are doing all of that and granted don't think he probably ain't getting his on the side there now and then because you know we slide off and do our thing right but if a woman 
And, and, and let's let's talk about what well, if a woman goes in, now she may want some OD, but what I'm gonna tell you is this: get you a deal, though. That's the deal you're gonna get. Because if I find out <laughs> that you went and, that you went and got some more D after I'm doing all of this. This is, I think, is the crux. And I want to bring it back to something, how you open up. But go ahead. Go and, ahead. And that's, and that's how you get these men, you know, you, you got to have those transparent conversations. But that's how you get these men who goes out and they be ready to kind of shoot and kill somebody. It's like, oh, no, 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 no. How, how dare you do all do the elk when I'm doing all of this? You ain't uh -uh, right now. When I say bust down, I don't mean that a man should not take care of his woman, and and, and I don't know how explicitly explicitly we, we would talk uh, explicit here. So go ahead. <laughs> we talk very explicit here. Yeah, absolutely. I'm saying so. Like what what I'm saying when, when a woman said like to me when I say but when I say like a side piece bust down, it's like skeeted on in the face. It's like you know maybe a maybe a trio, maybe a you know like uh, or. Just, just whatever you can think of, like, or, 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 you know, even, even, you know, doing oral sex and swallowing it down, or whatever. There's certain, th like, I feel like you can be in a relationship with a woman and get your complete pleasure and still have fun and be exciting and role play, do all those things. But there are certain things that I, as a man, may not do with my woman because I am not it now. And, and I know the opposition is that well, you know she may get that from somebody else. And, no, and that's just not say, the opposition. The no. opposition is we want you to hear this from women who have been in a lot of situations. Women are asking for men to be open in that way specifically with them because they are the long haul, because they are holding it down at home, because they are doing all of those things. And if she's not getting that, and if she's not being taken care of, how much money you make does not matter. I'm going to tell you that right now. Like, you could still take care of your family with very little, and y'all could make it work, and you can make it happen. It's not everything. Sure, it makes you comfortable. That's great. But when uh, devastation happens to you, the, the, the disconnection between your spouse and you, because we're not being fully engaged here. You want to skeet on some bitch's face down the street, but you can't skeet on your wife's face. That's, you know, your wife might like that. Did you ask her? <laughs> so, you know, did you ask her? <laughs> but I, I mean, that's just for now in that point there. That's, that's my little two cents because I feel very strongly about holding back in relationships and expecting one person to give a thousand percent and you just gonna be like, well, I can't do that with you, so I'll be over here. But if you think about doing that with somebody else, fuck you. That's not cute. Well, that's not is, cute. No, no, the kids are like, <laughs> so what D, the point is D is making. And once again, I operate very freely. My I hear a lot. I am the vault with my friends. They come to me yes. with everything. All the husbands, all the husbands gonna hate. They hate you. Well, actually, all the husbands love me. It's so interesting, right? All of the husbands really, really adore me because you want to know why I'm on the side of happy marriage. Okay. I'm on the side of happy marriage and being in a happy marriage means everybody have to be happy. Everybody 
cups have to be filled. Let's talk about the money piece right now. Because um, historically, and I'm speaking in terms of historical relationships right now, my grandparents, my parents, um, men have always held that power financially until now. And that lack of losing ground on that financial tip is really fucking with people, is really fucking with men. Because what in the past that financial tip has allowed men to do kind of somewhat what you're saying, not an attack, just an observation. As long as I'm doing this, I can do what the fuck I want to do. And I have an expectation that you'll stay here and you put out a thousand percent. But no, I'm not going to bust you down like I bust old girl down over here. And you're not going to question me about it because I'm taking care of the finances, the 401ks. I'm making sure this house is done. I'm making sure you have money to do what you want to do. So financial dependency um, is a power imbalance. And historically, men have used that to their benefit. So take out the financial dependency. And right now you can really take that out, right? Because my friends, these households I'm talking about, well over half, the women make the most money well over half, right? Um, the women are making the most money. I know that, they know that, it just is what it is, but they have found a way where it works in their relationship, where their man- I don't, say, make, I don't mind it, you can make more Yeah, money. where their man, you know, they're just found in that balance. But what came also with that balance was a balance in housework, a balance in raising these kids, a balance in um, giving and not an expectation, right? That is just, hey, we come together, shit got to be done. We done had three kids together. We, every time the kids get out of clothes, that's a load of clothes right now. You know, when they come home and get out their clothes after school, that's a whole load of laundry that needs to be done. You know, who's gonna jump in and do it if you see it needs to be done or is it an expectation? Oh, she's gonna do it while I'm just sitting here doing whatever. So they found a balance with that. Even the ones who make their husbands make the most money, they found a balance because once again, my friends are just very vocal. Those women that I'm talking about that say they want to get some more debt, they've actually had the conversation with their husband about being poly. What would you think? Now, yes, granted, their husbands are shocked and amazed and like, I don't know if I can do that. Oh, I'm having a heart attack, you know, get it. But they had the conversation. And I think a lot of times when you made the analogy that women losing their shit when the D is good. I've had some really good dick, right? Same. Really good dick. You want to know the one time I lost my shit? Um, Because the guy I was living with, with the good dick, was lying to me. He was lying to me. And he had another person. He was lying. When you lie... Or when you misrepresent your situation, you take people's um, decision making out of their hands. You're um, whispering it's, it's consent. You're was whispering. it was the deception, or was it the the the, the loss in the territorial the, the territorial no. coming in and you saying, "Hey, this this dick is going here and here, and I'm territorial no. and I'm pissed about it." It's the fun. No, it lied to me. 
It's the because dicks are laying in my fucking bed. We're having what you... this fucking relationship, and we are quote unquote supposed to be exclusive, and we are not exclusive. So I consent. If, if we were never exclusive, why the fuck I'm locked down for you if we were never exclusive? This part. So I am over here being the good girl because we're exclusive. And so we have decided passing up a whole lot of fun and you out here having fun too. So we're not fucking exclusive. And no. I that that is my that <laughs> the lonely time I lost my shit on him so it was just like damn you're lying to me you betrayed that I trusted you and you're out here doing something antithetical to what uh, what I believe based upon our conversations was our relationship I, and so, I don't I don't so trust consent, anyone so consent is a very magical thing <laughs> it's a magical thing well, I just, I, 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 I truly, believe, truly believe in, I, I don't believe that no one is 100% truthful. So I always go into situations, whether it be friendships, relationships, knowing that you can have a best friend for, let's say you and you and D have been best friends for 25 years, and that's your girl, your ride or die, your, your bridesmaid, whatever it may be. I, I truly believe that that may be the case, right? And, and, and she may give you the, 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 the closest of friendship that you may ever get from a friend, but there's still that 2% that could come into play that you may not know about her, vice versa, that I'll always leave open um, just for error with anybody. And, and I know that's a pessimist, a pessimistic, you know, way of thinking with people, but it keeps me always kind of protected. I'm like, you know what? I always knew that it could have been a little something there. So it's cool. So I, I give, it doesn't stop me from giving what I give because I understand that what I give, I, I understand, um, I understand the parameters, parameters in which I give it, but, even in relationships, I always think that, like, if I'm on vacation for a week and I'm not with my my significant other, do I do I not think that she may be on Twitter looking at something? Do I not think she may be texting somebody else? I would hope not, but I can't I can't be 100 percent sure because we are we are aesthetic, physical people, male and female. It's not just men, men and women, and. I just don't necessarily trust anybody, and, and and in my relationships, they get very they get very upset with that with that you know preempt because they feel like oh you you what you you just trying to say you want to cheat or you just trying to project on project on uh, you know what you feel on me or 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 you just saying you don't care about me. I'm like no, I'm a realist. What I believe is that you know everybody has a little whore in them, and a lot, a wish a weight. Lot. We celebrate horrors here. We don't we don't usually say maybe I'm done with you. It's just I'm kind of good on this situation. We just kind of like let it we we we, we treat like we cheat our way out of relationships. We'll, we'll go and cheat our way, be like, oh, I'm just doing something on the side, but I still got this because this is kind of convenient. Uh and and but but most women they'll be like, Hey, can I talk to you for a minute? Can we go out there? Can we talk? I'm just I'm not really feeling this. I'm not, you know, women are really most women are really transparent in their in their position and relationship and how they feel. Uh, we don't, most men, we don't, we don't pay attention to it and recognize it or kind of act on it. But most women are really trying, most women tell you what you need to know to make the relationship work. And we just kind of overlook those signs. Um, however, men, we'll, we, we don't really, we don't really lead a relationship like that. We'll kind of like let it linger on until it, until it, until the, you know, the end comes, however it comes. And what you're saying is absolutely true. 70% of divorces are initiated by women. 
men don't leave. Um, but do they disengage? Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. So, uh, so and, it's, and this it's is kind of leaving the, without leaving. And women do voice. And honestly, Dee and I talk about this. I'm going to let you jump in. Uh, we love to talk about, we bring up Giselle and Tom Brady a whole lot, right? Let me tell you, as women, she's been telling that motherfucker she wasn't happy. She had been told him what she needed from him. So when he went back to football. He told he didn't care. He was like, I don't care what you think about Giselle. And he, he well, said, and, he didn't and that's exactly what, what you're saying. Is that? And that is exactly what you're saying in this relationship dynamic without being a rock star football player. You know, that's exactly what you're saying. And that's exactly the commentary that we are, are actually trying to reroute <laughs> because that is harmful to your relationship. Like if you are tending to a monogamous relationship and then your thought in your mind is everyone has a little hoe in them. So it's okay for me to be a hoe when it's time. That's say what that, we're hearing. Uh, but that's what we hear. That's what we hear. And that's when she says that's a projection. It's also a projection of like you you're 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 being a proactive cheater. We are pro Or absolutely all about preparation here. We're talking about the emotional intelligence and awareness of like that's what you have. I can't I can't um trust anyone fully and I can't the, but that's what I don't app- I don't appreciate my relationship this way. Yeah, a prenup is a prenup. It doesn't right? it- have that. Wonderful. But when we're talking about like the communication between whatever your current relationship is, those are the things that are playing out. Those are the things that are spilling over into the relationships a lot of the time and the 70% of the time when those relationships don't work out in that way, this is what we're asking for. We're not asking for anybody to defend who they are or what they are or whatever. We're saying, this is why this is happening. How can we reroute that? How can we change this narrative going forward? Whether, you know, hey, you might wanna consider polyamory or open relationships from now on or, or, or whatever it is, because then you've gotta up your communication skills. Cheating and consent are two different things. And if you're not okay with your woman doing that same thing to you, you probably shouldn't do it. I don't believe that. To cheat your way out of a relationship. I can't see like, you know, that's that's a huge elephant in the room. You said one thing and it's a protective mechanism, a protective mechanism. Um, Trauma leads us to develop protective mechanisms. Right. Um, And I can definitely speak for myself. There's a whole lot of things that I had to have to unpack over the years with myself because I have actively been in therapy for 20 years. I'm very proud of that. I also have a master's degree of counseling. So I've had to unpack my trauma. And when we unpack our trauma, we realize some of our behaviors are developed from trauma, protective mechanisms, walls, um, coping skills, whether they're good or they're bad, 
that we have developed over the years to prevent pain, in essence, to prevent pain, to prevent hurt. Um, we develop these unhealthy coping mechanisms, uh, how we move forward in life. I would just encourage all of us um, to look deeper into that because it does impact how we conduct ourselves in relationships, how I can engage in a relationship because I am so very transparent can be very difficult for my male partners. And part of that is not all men. Um, you guys are not as transparent or you think there is a hidden agenda because of the other bitches that's been shady in your past that is still have a hole or root chakra embedded somewhere that hasn't been dispelled. So when I say to men, I don't want children. I'm not interested in being married. Oh, you can date other people. I don't care. I date other people. Um, we can have a special relationship if you want a special relationship. And I'm down for that. But if there's things that you need, like, because everybody have needs. If there are specific things that you need, let me tell you what I can't meet. But once again, I've had 20 years unpacking my shit, being very comfortable in the development of who I am, you know, being very comfortable in the development of voice in my needs. I, I really am very vocal about sexual needs. And it's interesting because I do think um, primarily Black people, we have so many um, parameters around sex. And we have a lot to unpack around uh, sex. We have a lot of shame, a lot of guilt, a lot of like domination and, and you know, a lot of these things that the entitlement to women's bodies. I think that is credence to that point. Absolutely. I also think everything you said is going to be predicated on being very open with who you are, being very open and open with yourself, but also open to receive who that person is. And you are absolutely correct. There is a whole lot of double standards that operate in this world, particularly on women. Is there ever a point in you guys' conversation where anyone makes a suggestion, maybe we should go to counseling because there is a lot that is being asked. And I, do I disagree. Believe, hold on. I do believe women, because uh, I am a woman, I take care of emotional needs from men every fucking day, all day, every day, all day. You know, like how you doing? That that question, how you doing, is actually an opening question. Like for you to turn around and say and say, "Oh, I'm fine, I'm good." Well, you know what? The day was fucked. You know, this is what so-and-so, so-and-so. So I think if the conversation is we need women to be more in tune to our emotional state, in order for women to be more attuned to your emotional state, you have to open the door to let them know that's what is needed. 
instead of we and and men and women are guilty of this we're walking around um thinking um people should get what i need through osmosis without me actually verbalizing what i need i they should just know they should just know this is just a facet here they should just know i can't know if i ask you oh how is your day that's my outreach to my partner to trust me. Yeah, see, and see, I, I disagree. So, so normally, if I call you Teresa, real and quick, I ask you how hold is on. Your, I, 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 I want to just interject. Oh, go ahead, just go ahead, real, just real quick. Pop in, pop in. Because, and I know you're going to disagree, and that's fine. <laughs> but here's the deal: I'm somebody's mama. And I have been caretaking since, you know, my childhood, basically. And I know a lot of other caretakers, and a lot of them happen to be women. Almost all of the caretakers I know happen to be women. There's like maybe three or four men. Mm -hmm. Maybe, maybe. And what you're describing here is exactly what women are doing all the time. It's exactly what we're doing all the time. It's exactly what we're asking of you all, men, to participate in so that we could all just get this healing jump started. I D, when you say you ask your, your, your partner, how is your body feeling today? You know, because I had a day where my back Listen, was out. Nigga, I need you to be alive, okay? <laughs> For, hello? We hello? hello? <laughs> so, I mean, real talk, because I, I had a day Let's where my go. back was killing me. Like, and I don't want to tell my... I, I couldn't tell nobody that my, you know, I don't know if it was some working out of, I'm just getting old. I was like, damn, my back is, is, is you know, but, but how's your body feeling today? Because, you know, typically when sickness shows up, it shows up in the body first, right? Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm a, I'm a body work practitioner. Bodies is what yeah, I do. So, 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 so we know that, right? And so I always, always think like, Ooh, if my body's, if, if my body's doing something, I need to, I need to check something out and see what's going on. Right. It, and sometimes we, we live in this stress bubble. We don't even know we're stressed. I'm like, Damn, my hair's falling out. My my hairline's receding, and, and shit. What, what is going on today? And I'm realizing I'm stressed the hell out, and I and I and I didn't acknowledge it and take the actions to to be unstressed. A leaf for you to turn over from now on. Take some yeah, of well, I actually came to her. What? I had a shit what? day today, and I'm not trying to put it on you because there's things you can say. Do you have room to hold what what has happened to me today? So, again, I have this really. A weird relationship and so we can talk about pretty much anything but we can't there are certain things that i know will trigger him so what i do all day is deal with death and grief and people who are bereaved parents and things so i hear a lot of horror stories and i hear a lot of you know uh, relationships going awry if you will because you don't actually know people. You can bet them all you'd like. You don't actually know people until some very, very serious shit starts happening in your relationship. Absolutely. And you, so it would behoove you, and I'm telling you this as a person who has been yeah. through hell and back several times, it would behoove you to go ahead and tap right into your emotions and don't worry about what other people are, or don't project onto them because you're trying to manage their emotional response. Like, because we're running. Um, this we is are running out of time and I want to keep going. But. Yeah, this is a great conversation though. Like this is absolutely a great conversation because I think it speaks to communication patterns that definitely happens in relationships all the time. 
and what everybody have a perceived an expectation of the other person. Um, like when I ask how you doing, I actually want to hear how you're doing. I, I do. Um, but once again, I have developed myself so I can, when my friends ask me how I'm doing, girl, it's a shit day. Like me and my friends, that question prompts whatever is going on, you know, like, because it's sincere. It is sincere. But once again, this goes back to communication patterns and what we, what we hear and what has been developed in us. I want to really go back to how we are developed. We have to go back to like the foundation, the crux of rape being raised in our home, the communication patterns that we saw that we took in, whether they're conscious or they're unconscious, as we grow as men and women, the societal pressures, the societal expectations, what we have taken in. And what we've taken in, we bring that to our relationship. Um, I honestly, as a person who's been in relationships, I do want to hear how my partner is going. I check in with my partner all the time. How is your day? Um, are you feeling okay? You hanging out? I also believe people need separate times from each other. That doesn't, that's not a problem with me. But I keep coming back to the thing like where counseling starts at home as a woman women are expected to be so much and I'm speaking from having a vagina right now and the position that I occupy not only in my personal life like my immediate personal life with my intimate partners the role that I take on with my extended family the role that I take on with my siblings all of that we are just expected to take on so much. And I honestly, as a woman, I'm going to be so transparent right here. I think it is fucking unfair to put the emotional burden of, of you onto your partner. Like, I really think uh, me, like that shit right there will just send me off on the deep end, you know, because I have enough wherewithal um, to utilize language to say you know I'm, I'm in a fucked up head space right now I don't want to talk about that my friendships with my girlfriends one can call and based on how I answer the phone we're so in tune oh you don't feel like talking on the phone today okay girl I'll holler at you later you know um having that development piece of being emotionally aware and in tune to your partner is important and just the thought process like particularly with men counseling I, I want to scream that to like the top of the fucking mountaintop right here. Um, the best thing as a woman I can tell you that you can do for yourself or any of future relationships, your boys, is to find a counselor, to find a space where you can go unpack all of your shit that is a non-judgmental space. Whatever you say does not leave that space. The takeaway from this is this. We need to, first of all, as men, and I can only speak for men, you know, I'm not, we, we should be okay with being vulnerable, right? And I think that it, when, when, we, when we become more okay with vulnerability and communicating, um, then I, I do think from our end that, that the, these situationships, relationships, whatever they are, they will be are, better. Are, they're, they're gonna be better, right? And, you know, and, and I do think that, I do think that therapy, counseling, all of that, is is a, is a stepping stone to get there, uh, and and from and from this, I think that 
the you know what what I believe with with men, you know, just speaking to the men is that one, it's okay being vulnerable. It's two, it's okay to tell your partner what you need. Say this to your friends. Yeah, for sure. Actually desired. The women want to hear what you need. And you make a very valid point earlier. If your partner doesn't want to hear what you need, you guys are not compatible. Right? Absolutely. Your women want to, we want because I cannot meet your need by osmosis. So, so, so the, te the teachable <laughs> moment to me is one of two things. When you're not getting what you need from that person, it is okay, even from a 30-year friendship, if, if, if that 30-year friendship has no longer served you and you think back and say, this is no longer serving me, or that 10-minute relationship is no it's longer- okay to It's leave. okay to detach. It's not, no, not detach. No, it's okay to be it's done. Okay to fucking leave. That's what I mean. Not you know, detach. It, 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 because yeah. to me, with detaches, I'm still here physically. I still want to get my dick wet, but I'm not emotionally available to you. It's that okay part. to fucking leave. To say, I, I am detaching emotionally and physically and spiritually. Because with that, oh, I we don't have to talk again ever a fucking day in our lives and i'm okay with that i made that decision when i lit the torch like i i consciously said fuck this i don't serve you and you don't serve me so i uh, know it's not okay to emotionally detach and still stay there to reap the benefits from a relationship that you're not putting 100% in, emotionally, physically, spiritually, and financially. Who gives a fuck at that point? Because yeah. you got all of the finances, but who are emotionally and spiritually mm. fucking dead, that is not a death or a relationship I would wish on anybody to have a, a, your stomach clench at the end of the fucking day. I'm finna go home, be with this motherfucker. And, and, I was and, gonna say, the worst thing to do is to be around someone that you are no longer with. And what, you know, like you said before, you was like, most men, we don't leave, but we totally detach, still there, still doing things, but we ain't, we ain't with you, we don't see you. And, and when a woman is not seen, she it takes everything out of her right and so i feel like for me uh and for us you know whatever it's it's okay to detach and let it go like you know when you talked about you know you know even my situation and saying hey i think that we need to we need to go in this direction it hey i need to go in this direction i need to let it go i'm letting it go because it, it's no longer serving me at this point if it's no longer serving me and i've given all i could give and, and, and i've given communication i've given therapy uh, I'm, I'm doing everything that I need to do and I'm doing my, my due diligence and you're no longer serving me. And guess you what? I have also to go. hear this. You, she's no longer serving you and you're no longer serving her. It's time it to is go. a two-way street. Yeah. And I do, I think, yes, our individually, I am responsible for my pleasure. My joy is paramount. I'm going to make decisions based upon my joy. But I don't get to punish you or abuse you. For my unhappiness. Sometimes I feel like when men don't leave, but they leave emotionally, that is a punishment. Thank you so much for joining us. Catch us on Instagram at the underscore pleasure temple. Hit us up if you have any questions, comments, or concerns at madamadventure69 at gmail.com. If you want to support our work, please cash at 
us at Madam Adventure. Thank you so much again for listening. Enjoy. We'll catch you next week.